Yo, in this episode, we're going to be talking about the definition of a cheater. We're going to be talking about Mike Lindell's new documentary, Absolute Proof. It goes into how this election was stolen. Let's get into it. Welcome to the Chris Tubbs Show. I am your host, Chris Tubbs. I'm so happy that you guys are here watching and listening to my podcast on any of the platforms. Make sure that you guys go ahead and subscribe to me on any of the platforms that you guys are watching or listening on. And just so you know, for the new listeners, my podcast, this podcast is about bringing the truth, bringing biblical truth, bringing constitutional truth to you and reacting to today's culture based around that. So I want to go ahead and get into this episode because this is, this is, I think this is one of my favorite episodes that I've done. And the reason why is because I, I just watched Mike Lindell's new documentary absolute proof and if you guys have not watched it i encourage you to go ahead and watch it you guys can go watch it at mike lindell's website that is michaeljlindell.com go to there watch the documentary it's about two hours but it is absolutely 100 percent worth your time after you watch it you're gonna be like whoa what the fuck <laughs> I tell you what, there was a couple times when I was watching it, I got a little mad. And the reason why I got mad is because I was so upset that all of this election fraud could just go on. And look, I've been saying from the very beginning, from the very beginning, actually even before, before the hype up leading up into the election, the beginning of the year of 2020, that Donald Trump was going to win this election. He was going to win 2020. I knew it deep down inside my heart. I knew that he was going to win this thing. And the reason, and it it just got, the, the evidence became more and more clear on why he was going to win. I mean, do you guys remember that video showing the 96 mile long car parade? For Donald Trump, that was in Arizona. Yes, it was one by one, but that was 96 miles long. Do you remember all the boat parade videos that you guys saw? Do you remember the organic Trump parades that you guys saw on social media or maybe just participated in? And I'll tell you what, before we go into the uh, highlighting some of the key moments in the documentary... I just want to tell you this. I just want to tell you this. That this coronavirus and all the tyranny in America that happened and is still happening is biting the left in their ass. 100%. It is biting them in the ass. And the reason why is because people saw what they were doing. And they said, you know what? I've had an absolute enough of this bullcrap. I've had enough. And look, I was one of those people who said, you know what, I, I dug my heels deeper into more of the freedom soil that we have here in America. And I said, you know what, no. 
And I said, you know what? We the people, you consent to the govern. And that's what you guys did. That's what America did. Majority of Americans said, you know what? We're done. We are done. We're voting for freedom. And that's why a lot of people, mostly everybody, voted for Donald Trump. And you're going to see it. You're going to see it in this big, awesome highlight that I have for you guys from Mike Lindell's documentary. It's incredible. It's absolutely phenomenal. I loved every single second of it. My job was just on the floor pretty much the entire time. And it's not that I didn't know uh, that there was fraud. And I there I was listening to the hearings with uh, that were going on during the investigations and everything. I was listening to those hearings. And I knew um, some of the people that were on, are in this documentary. I heard them say the exact same thing that they were talking about in this documentary. But after just seeing more and more of the evidence, I was like, oh my gosh, you got to be freaking kidding me. You got to be absolutely joking. And one thing that Mike Lindell says, and then we're going to go ahead and show you the highlight of this. Mike Lindell says at the very end, he says, you know what? I believe this is going to unify our country and that people are going to see this and they're going to be, they're going to be in awe. They're going to be like, whoa, what? And I even believe that some of the left, the liberals, they're going to be like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Um, those people that were saying that there was fraud. Yeah, they're actually right. And look, I'll tell you what, just saying this, do not rub it in their faces. Do not rub it in their faces because this is a moment that will be a moment for you to open up to them, to open up to them and to invite them to see more of your perspective. Because when they see this, they're going to be looking to you and saying, oh, I actually trust you now. You weren't lying. Uh, The media was lying. And I believe the lies. Um, Can you help me? So that's going to be a great time for you guys in that. So we're going to go ahead and get into this highlight. It is 25 minutes, but I tr- trust me, it is fantastic. You're going to be you're going to be loving every single second of this highlight. It's 25 minutes and it's with a guy named Russell Ramsland. He is part of a cybersecurity forensic team in Texas. And I tell you what, this dude Holy smokes. It's fantastic. All right. I'm not I'm going to I'm going to stop talking. We're going to go ahead and get into this highlight. Here you go. So now we have with us Russell Ramsland. He's a founding member of Allied Security Operational Group. They're based in Dallas, Texas, and they do cyber forensics and security. Russell, um, how are you uh how are you involved with all this uh the selection fraud with, with these machines? <laughs> well, it was interesting, Mike. It's been a long road for us. About two years ago, we had some logs from the Dallas general election brought to us from the central tabulation server. And people ask, what do these logs mean? It was about 1,100 pages. And we got looking at them and we were horrified at what we found. Because what we found was that people were getting into the system 
and they were changing the votes. They were erasing databases, they were reloading them, and it was coming from remote locations. And our guys were going, this can't be. Now this was back, this is in 2018 when they, so these guys came to you with these, and these were, uh, these were voting machines and were they Dominion machines? No, no, no. We use ESNS in Dallas, not Dominion. So are they are they are they similar similar machines? Yes. Yeah. It's it's very similar stuff. Most of these voting companies all have similar DNA okay. in their original uh, okay. software. But what you seen was was very it horrified you. Yeah, it did okay. because clearly somebody was playing with the election. Wow. So we tried to get the authorities uh, alerted. We uh, brought in a DOJ uh, prosecutor that ran the cyber uh, group in North Texas, and she was horrified at what we showed her. And she uh, asked us to put it together and eventually submitted the FBI, and we did that, and uh, they did nothing. So we continued to investigate, and the more we found, the more horrifying it got. Now, this all was still coming out of Dallas. Uh, we tried to uh, get senators to look at this, and we tried to get state officials to look at this, but we continued to work on it on our own. We had no client at all, and eventually we did get seven members of the Freedom Caucus this last July to take a two-hour briefing without staff, and um, what they saw was absolute proof that this uh, electronic voting system that we have is completely compromised. Uh, It can be completely manipulated. And um, they were horrified. We've all heard that Texas denied these machines. Well, Texas denied Dominion, but Texas uses other voting machines. We use HART and we use ES&S in Texas. Right. So So why would Texas, they denied these Dominion ones and in your opinion, um, so, so they must have looked at them and said, there's something there we don't like. But then they over here with Smartmatic and these other ones, they were okay with that. Why, what would be your opinion of why, why one, they would deny one machine that, because they're afraid of election fraud? And, and over here they accepted that one. Um, I think that it sometimes has more to do with politics and influence, who gets through and who doesn't, okay. than okay. necessarily the machines. Okay. So we finally ended up with some investigators uh, with Ron Johnson's uh, Department of Homeland Security Oversight Group, and they were horrified at what we showed them, and they tried to get CISA, which is the Cyber Intelligence Security Administration inside the DHS, they tried to get CISA to take a look. CISA would not take the briefing. They couldn't be less interested. So we didn't quite know what to do. We were beginning to find some media people who wanted to start talking about this, and they became appalled. But the break really came in early August when we got some DHS people in Austin with the INA division, the Intelligence and Analysis Division down there, to take a look at what we had. And that's the division that used to have voter integrity before it was handed to CISA. So they looked at it and they were horrified and they sent a whole team to our uh, shop. We spent 11 hours with them. They asked us if uh, we would give them their our data. We said, of course. 
And uh, so we gave them all our data. They took it back to Austin. And unknown to us, they gave it to three private cyber uh, groups that they used and said, hey, are these guys crazy? I mean, is this nuts or is, this, is there something here? Well, all three groups looked at it and all three groups came back. Not only is, is it right, it's horrifying. Okay, I want to ask you there, when you say horrified, can you explain to everybody watching this right now, what, what horrified you? Was it the fact they could go online? Well, there's no effective security at all for your votes. Your votes are stored overseas where they can be easily... Wait a minute, wait a minute. they're stored overseas? Yes, yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh, 20, 27 states use what's called Clarity Cital election night reporting, and those servers are overseas. They have what are called S3 bucket vulnerabilities, and people can get in and change the votes there, and then they can load them all the way back down to the county level here in this country because CIDL uh, gets all the credentials from every single county server here, and so they can get into every single county server and change the votes here from overseas. It's wow. crazy. So, so, so everything that uh, everybody's been talking about out there that they've tried to suppress saying that they, it, we, we heard that machines weren't even online. Uh, and you're saying that 27 states use this and the servers are overseas. So these can go over there and they can change the vote to anything they want and send it back cyberly by Correct. cyber. Correct. Wow. So, um, they became, uh, the DHS people in Austin realized what we were telling them was correct. They became horrified, and they began to try to have a series of classified briefings within their own group in order to push this uh, up, up the chain. And they got about one or two levels up, and then they met a solid wall of resistance that basically said, leave it alone, don't pursue it. Wow. And what do you what do you think being now? Now we're, we're here telling the facts on the show here. But in your mind, why would they do that? What just is just uh, subjectively? Why would they, why would you why would they do that in your mind? I don't know, Mike. You can't explain it. I mean, this is OK. So so then so take us from there. So this is like uh, what, what what approximately when was that when it kind of, when it got stopped? That was uh, September. Wow. Yeah, yeah, close to the election. Okay. Close to the election. So what actually happened in this election, this stolen election, we already knew was going to happen. We already had seen it. We knew it was all possible. We knew it was all out there. Now, we didn't know how many foreign servers. You know, before, we weren't seeing very many foreign servers come in and change votes. But in this election, of course, we saw thousands from all over the world. You've seen, you've seen thousands all right, you've seen all these these hacks. Have you actually seen that with your own eyes? We have seen the data that see, uh, is uh, right. supposedly representative of that. So this uh, the election goes down. You knew it was going to happen. Is it exactly what you thought was going to happen? Yeah, we, we thought it was going to happen on three levels. We thought there would be massive uh, local cheating. We thought there would be uh, cheating through the actual voting companies themselves whether it's them or someone else manipulating them. And we thought that there would be cheating from uh, votes being injected from overseas. And that's exactly what we saw happen. Wow. And we developed huge tons of, of absolute proof 
on this, but no court case was ever allowed uh, ever allowed it to be presented. So that sort of gave fodder to this media myth that it didn't exist. But it does exist. It's out there. It's unbelievable. It's massive. Well, did and, everybody hear that, what he, what Russell's saying here? This is what everyone says. Well, there was no evidence. So you're saying no judges would look at the evidence. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay. It, and now we don't know why. We don't know why. I mean, they, it wasn't because there wasn't evidence. They didn't even want to look at it. Is that correct? That is correct. Okay. Now we've heard about, we've altered, in fact, on this show, the Antrim County in Michigan. Um, were you guys ever, were you guys, weren't you guys contacted to look into that? That was our work. Yes. Oh, wow. I, okay. I actually signed the, the uh, forensic audit report. And because uh, our guys did all that, our part of our team. And um, that came about because there was a down ballot race and um, the judge allowed some limited discovery. What came out of that was appalling enough that he uh, allowed further discovery. And then, of course, that report went national because what we found was so um, horrifying. Right. For everybody out there, what we've all heard this Antrim County in Michigan and in this show here, we've, you know, you've, you've seen it. We've had, uh, we've, this is, uh, this is the reason it was talked about so much because this is a small county and it was like 15,000 some people voted and it was 7,000 some votes flipped. I mean, so it was so obvious, uh, you know, we had 65% um, Republican and 35% Democrat normally, and it was completely flipped. So everybody in the town knew it was a deviation that didn't make sense. And so, so Russell, this case is still open. Is that, that's correct, right? That is, that is correct. Okay, can uh, well, I, can well, I yeah. ask you this? So what you've seen there is exactly what you knew was going to happen. And now, were you able to look at other places? What was different about Antrim County? Now, that what we all heard was you were able to get into the, you know, the forensics of it and see all this. Were you able, have you been able to do that in any other uh, places in the United States since then or, or you know, since this election ended on, um, in November? Actually, uh, on a limited basis, we have been able to go into two other counties. We have not published that information yet, and there are reasons why we aren't publishing that information right now, uh, but both of them have not only confirmed, they have confirmed that it's even worse than in Antrim. Um, okay. Did everybody hear that? What we have here, and Russell can't disclose this, because every time something pops up, it gets buried out there. Things happen. I don't, I, you know, it, this is this is the most um, attack on our country, and I'm telling you, ever. I mean, this is, uh, and it, that's why, you know, it's getting suppressed every, everywhere. So what he's saying, two other places. Now, is this breaking news right now? You're saying right now you have two other places, and what you're seeing is even worse than you could ever imagine? Well, it's, it's, it's just like Antrim, only it's worse in many ways. You know, in Antrim, what people need to understand, real simple, Mike, when people vote and they scan their ballot in, it either goes into the regular sort of bucket and gets voted, or else it goes into what's called an adjudication bucket. If it goes into the adjudication bucket, then whoever's running the voting system 
gets to vote that vote however they want. Well, in, in Antrim, we found ballot rejection rates of 82%, 82%. Wow. Wow. 82% of the ballots are going to adjudication. And what, what is, what is the, what's the normal number? I mean, is there a normal number for, a, for an election that would be uh, what percentage are in, on, and what would be it on the high end? Well, certainly less than 1% would be, uh, uh, should ever go to adjudication. Wow, There's all less than no 1%, everybody. And this was 85%. That's, yes, that's... well, and in Fulton County, they the Fulton County uh, people themselves admitted to a 93.6% adjudication rate in some cases. That means the entire election was decided by the people that ran the uh, system, not by the voters. Uh, and now, and now what you're talking about there isn't, this is another way these machines can, uh, you can, that you can cheat through the front or cheat there, but this does not count what you're talking about earlier, the cyber forensics where that goes overseas to these servers that are all based over there, correct? That does not, that's a different issue altogether. Right. So both of them involve the machines, everybody. One we've talked about in this show is here. But the cyber one is what you just heard from Russell, which he said earlier, this is all the attack by the other countries that hacked in, uh, which we're going to show you that proof now that Russell doesn't even know that we have that's going to show who did it, the time they did it, the computer they did it off at everything. If, if we would have never found out or this would never have gotten what we're going to get to now, what, in the, what would the future have looked like in, in elections? Well, I mean, we're basically approaching Venezuela, where it doesn't matter who it doesn't votes. Matter. Right. Somebody else matter. picks our people for them, so why vote, right? I mean, that's the way it, that's the way it would have been. Um, machines that go online, like, and it's not, now, if I, you said earlier, it's not just Dominion, it's all the, all the machines that were used in this election. Would, is that what you would say? Yes, that's absolutely a fair statement. And let, let me... Let me tell you a little bit about that. You know, for these people that say it's not online, we have videos of workers with poll books who are swiping left on their poll book and bringing up Netflix and getting a movie and watching it on their poll book. How does that happen if it's not connected to the Internet? Right, right. We have affidavits of a, of a uh, uh, election judge who showed up at, at her precinct found to her horror they had loaded the wrong precinct in her equipment called her voting company and her voting company put her on hold and uh the self uh, the help desk from another state called in and in 10 minutes somehow reloaded her poll books from another state with the correct precinct how does that happen if it's not connected to the internet i know they were all online but they but is it illegal for them to be online well, it depends. Some places, uh, yes, some places, no. I mean, the okay. assurance is that you can trust the voting system because they're not online, but they are most clearly online. I got you. I got you. Now, oh. here's one you don't know. We ran uh, through a, a different group here, a little operation in Dallas during this last election. And let me describe the operation so you'll understand the magnitude of what I'm telling you. What we did is every day we just took the information uh, on the voter records of the people who voted that day in Dallas. Dallas posts them online. So you get a big, big, long record of this voter. You don't see how he voted, 
but you see everything else, name, where he lives, when he asked for a ballot, where he voted, uh, his residence address, on and on and on. And all of those, as you know, are comprised of zeros and ones. That's how computers work. So all we did is we would add up all the zeros and ones in that voter record and store it. And then we would watch what would happen to that voter record as we worked our way through early voting. Mike, we saw 57,000 votes get their voter records changed during early election alone in Dallas, Texas. Wow. We saw a 10 block long street in Dallas, Texas, get every single vote wiped out and then subsequently replaced one at a time with clearly something changed because the, the hash, uh, in other words, it's, it's a, a record of, of the zeros and ones had been changed. And so we know it was tampered with. Wow. I mean, I, it's I, unbelievable. Was it nationwide that this happened? Yes. Okay. And you've seen the cyber, the, the cyber forensics that should show that. We will show that too. But I just want to ask you, why, if you're, if there's, you know, why didn't they, why didn't they set these machines then to win Texas too? I mean, or do you, you know, what would be your uh, opinion on that of why they didn't set them high enough to win Texas too? Well, there had been a certain amount of uh, concern raised in, in Texas as a result of our 2018 work. You know, Pete Sessions actually filed a complaint in Texas and published a paper on it because his race got stolen. And so they were very well aware that Texas was going to come under some scrutiny that other places probably were not. Right. And there was also a huge operation down in uh, uh, Houston where a vote scamming scheme for over 700,000 votes was exposed. And um, so there was a lot going on in Texas, and I think it made them a little skittish to uh, operate as brazenly here as so they, they might, did. So they might have backed off a little, but you just said something there. So you're telling me that they controlled all the down tickets too if they decided that they, they wanted to flip a senator or, or a congressman or whatever, is that correct? No doubt, absolutely. So Russell, could you speak specifically to the malware? Sure. Um, there is a company out of Barcelona, Spain called Seidel and it owns a company called Clarity Election Night Reporting. And Hart reports to them, and Dominion reports to them, and ES&S reports to them. All these companies report the votes to them. And then Election Night Reporting supposedly just passes the votes along to the media. But <clears throat> using standard white hat um, tools, um, we can look and see what uh, is, is on their server over in um, uh, Frankfurt, Germany. And there is a, uh, an area on their server on a particular kind of equipment, there is a piece of malware called QSnatch. QSnatch actually watches all the information that comes in and it grabs the login credentials of every single county in the country that reports to it. So that once it has all those credentials, it can then look back into that county 
and it can access the county database from overseas or wherever else it wants to if you want to inject changed votes either through the adjudication system or just plain flat replace the database. So it's, it's, uh, it's a massive, massive, massive security vulnerability and it is there, it is working and they have all the login ability they need to get into any county that reports to them. Wow. So, so basically what you said earlier, all the, uh, all the servers are over there. They can take all of our counties in our country, look at them, and then decide what they want to do with that information and what they can do in the county, what they need to flip. So, in the, you know, we all, heard, uh, this, uh, we all heard about this Italy thing and uh, that it went to Italy and Germany when they had to on the, I guess this would be in the middle of the night on uh, November 4th. Um, is this something? Would you, would you know anything about that? I mean, to I mean, so they what we've all heard out there is it went over there. Some guy even admitted he did it, which we're going to have his affidavits up here. But uh, um, what do you? What's your opinion on that? Well, our opinion on that was that it should have been investigated uh, because it is very consistent with what we do see happening. But um, it was not investigated. Apparently, the uh, Department of Justice did not investigate. You know, you got the usual, oh, it's been uh, debunked. Well, who debunked it? Uh, when did they debunk it? How did they debunk it? Uh, yeah. There was no investigation by anyone of that information. And there should have been because it is entirely consistent. I don't know if it's true but it's entirely consistent with everything we have seen um, in, in terms of capabilities. Bill Barr comes out and said, there's no evidence. I mean, what would be your opinion? Why people would keep pushing this down and not wanting to know? I don't care what side of political lines you're on. Why would you not want to know if they, the truth? Um, that has been a constant haunting question to everyone on our team. I think it's a combination of things. I think some people are truly, completely, totally corrupt. I suspect that at the bottom of this, uh, you might find that our government has been changing votes in other countries for years and they don't really want it revealed, certain parts of our government. Um, I think that uh, there are people that don't want to look, they're afraid to look. I think there are probably people who are uh, compromised. Right. and have been able to stay out of it. Right. Uh, I then, think that it's a variety. It's not one simple little reason. Right, and that's what I wanted people to hear because I hear it all the time. People are going, you know what? This, you know, Bill Barr said this, and the, all, there's no, none of the judges accepted it, and you hear all this, and we can't explain all that because it's a, probably multiple things, like Russell says there, and that's my opinion, too. It could be anywhere up to a dozen things. Who knows? But it doesn't matter. All that doesn't matter because now the truth is told today and it's all coming out and and everybody, you know, I, I really believe what's going to happen once everybody sees now this is finally you're going to have people that aren't afraid to speak out because it'll be, it's too late to close the gate, the cows are out of the barn. Everybody's going to know about it and they're going to want to know more and more. So, well, you know, Mike, the, the real thing is, I think pretty soon the question's going to start to turn around and people are going to go, wait a minute, what is everyone so afraid of? Right. Why are they going to such incredible lengths 
to say there's nothing here when there clearly is something here. Well, you know, this is almost like you, you and I remember Enron. This is almost like Enron. Would we all be saying, oh, no, we don't want to investigate Enron. No one should look into Enron. No, no, Enron shouldn't have to tell you how they spend your money. You just keep giving them your 401k money. Right. No, that's not how it works. Right. And that's not how our voting system should right. work either. There's a lot to process there, isn't there? A lot. I tell you what, I that, that was my uh, second time watching that. And I'm still amazed. I'm still amazed at what happened. And that might be your first time hearing that. And if that's your first time hearing that, then I wonder, I'm wondering what you think of it. Because like I said, this, I, I heard this guy when he was in one of the hearings, the Senate hearings with the States, and he was talking about all of this and what he had found. Did you hear what he said though? One, one key thing that I was just like, whoa, about is when he was saying and talking about Anthem County and he said, you know, we have two other cases that are significantly worse. And I said, what? You got to be freaking kidding me. You got to be freaking kidding me. I, I was absolutely appalled, man. Absolutely appalled. It's crazy. And let me tell you something, too. And I don't know if you guys caught this, but he was saying, you know, that he believes that there are definitely corrupt people that have engaged with this election. And I 100% agree with that. 100% agree with that. We know that there are people that they're this fake president now is tied to the CCP. There are people tied in with China in China. I'll tell you what, if you watch the rest of the documentary at the very end, it goes into more detail on how China really, really done messed up a, a Ron. They done messed up. They interfered significantly with this election. I mean, tremendous amount of interference, tremendous amount of interference. And look, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, well, I'm going to talk about this a little bit later, but thank goodness Donald Trump had the foresight for, to see some of this going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm, I'm so happy that he did. I'm so happy that he did. But one thing I want to get into as well with this, and I think it's so funny. I think it's downright hilarious. That Time Magazine, if you guys didn't know this, you didn't see this, Time Magazine went ahead this morning, put out an article that shows, in, in their opinion, why this 2020 election was safely and secure with every single vote. Every single vote. It's about, I'd say probably 10 to 15 page article and it just goes into just absolute nonsense 100% nonsense I, I watched one of their videos talking about how Trump incited incited the insurrections regarding the Capitol and they said and they they provided absolutely no evidence at all with him actually inciting that 
insurrection and all the the violence that happened. And it's absolutely BS. I, I am just, I'm I'm appalled at how stupid that these people can be, because it's. 100% BS. Everything that they're saying in here is BS. And you just know, you 100% know that they are corrupt and that they themselves are spreading lies. It's so funny how the left is always saying that themselves, that they are the ones that are bringing the correct information. But in when in reality, in reality, they are the ones always spreading lies. And so there is a section here in this article that I'm going to highlight here. It's a chapter uh, or whatever this is. A little section here. It's titled Securing the Vote. And I want, I want, to, <laughs> I want to highlight this, this part because I think this, this part itself really shows just the dirtiness of this entire uh, left-wing stupid article. So it goes in and it says, The first task was overhauling America's bulky election infrastructure. In the middle of a pandemic, for thousands of local, mostly nonpartisan officials who administer elections, the most urgent need was money. They needed the protective equipment like masks, gloves, and hand sanitizer. They needed to pay for postcards letting people know that they could vote absentee or in some states to mail ballots to every voter. Tell you what, I didn't get one. I didn't get a mail-in ballot. They needed to additional or they needed additional staff and scanners to process ballots. Hmm. Hmm. After hearing what Russell was saying, I wonder why. This is, um, I'm not going to read everything here because it's, um, honestly, it just kind of makes me mad. But it's, I I think the biggest thing that I take away from that is they're obviously showing what they're about and what their agenda is. They know, they know, they have to know, they absolutely have to know that with the voting machines and the mail-in ballots, that they had a higher chance of Joe Biden winning. That was their only play. That was their only play. I tell you what, the left knew, deep down, 100%, they knew that Trump and his supporters and America backed the America first agenda. They knew it. They know it. They've known it forever. Because in a time such as this, ladies and gentlemen, in a time such as this, freedom, the topic of freedom is ever more important. And that's what Donald Trump helps represent is freedom. I tell you what, that's why majority of people voted for him. I think it's that, but I think it's also his grittiness, his sense of uh, not giving an F attitude, and his winning mentality. 
He wants America first. And look, me people will say, well, it's it's just because of his ego. Look, does Donald Trump have a an ego? Yeah, it might be little, but I don't think it's as big as the even the media portrays it to be. And we know how trustworthy the media is. But deep down, Donald Trump cares about people. And that's why, that's why he donated most of his, all of his checks, all of his checks that he got as president and donated them to charities. Why would a president that just cares about himself do that? Oh, I, well, Chris, he's doing it because he's trying to show that he's a good person. Oh, really? Then why did he lose uh, close to half of his net worth while he was pre- uh, president? A freaking billionaire lost half of that, of his net worth? And you're saying that he's still selfish? You're full of shit. You're full of shit. But going back to the Time Magazine, isn't it funny? Isn't it funny how that came out? The Time, the timely, timely uh, distribution distribution of the article, Time article, of that and what it says and then what Mike Lindell puts out today. Isn't it funny that a Time article that talks about how the election was safe and secure was put out the same day that Mike Lindell himself proved that this election was not safe and secure. Isn't that funny? Hmm. Just makes you wonder. Just makes you wonder. Maybe that's a conspiracy. I don't know. I don't know. But let me tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. After watching the documentary Absolute Proof, there is a lot of treason committed from that election. And thank goodness, like I said, thank goodness, Donald Trump had the foresight to sign an executive order in 2018 that said if any election interference was happening or occurred during any of the elections put forth that the military would take care of it. What have I been saying, ladies and gentlemen? That there are two governments right now. I think this video, that documentary, proves 100%. Proves 100% that the military is, in fact, in control of America right now. But you're saying, wait, 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 isn't Biden signing executive orders and everything? Biden only has a limited amount of power. He only has a limited amount of power. The military does not have Joe Biden's back because they know 100%. And I bet you they saw this info and everything in Mike Liddell's documentary way before, way before... 
way before this thing was even put out and said, yeah, no, we know that Donald Trump won this thing. We know 100%. Did you, in, in, the, in the documentary, it talks about, Mike says that he believes that Donald Trump got around at least 80 million votes and Biden got 68. He said at least, and that's not even counting. That's not even counting all the rest of the um, weird intricacies that happened within all of the mail-in ballots and the dead people voting and everything like that. How funny. Huh. Watch and see, ladies and gentlemen. Just be patient. Just be patient. Why has Donald Trump been quiet? Why has he been quiet? Have you noticed that? And I don't think it's because that um, he doesn't have Twitter or Facebook or any of those other social medias. No. He could so easy go on to Gab, so easy once Parler gets back up, go on there and do the exact same thing. And he would grab so much attention just because of going on there. And he could say all the stuff that he wants, but he's not. And yes, he does have his own website. But he hasn't really put anything out on there. He said something when Lou, Do- when Lou Dobbs got canceled from Fox News. But it was very, very short. He's been quiet. He's been watching this. He's been watching it being played out. He knows what's going to happen. He has a plan, ladies and gentlemen. And look, I tell you what. Donald Trump's been trustworthy in the past. Promises made, promises kept. So why wouldn't you trust him now? He's one of the most beloved presidents ever. Ever in the history of America. Probably even more than our very first president, George Washington. Maybe, maybe it's certainly looking like that, but I tell you what, with all of this info out now about the election and how it was rigged and stolen, just trust the process, trust the process. Continue going to God, continue trusting Him, and just continue doing your thing, walking in your lane, and everything will be alright. Cause every little thing is gonna be alright. It's gonna be good. Just watch, ladies and gentlemen, just watch. It'll be good. All right, ladies and gentlemen, so with that, I'm going to go ahead and remind you to please go ahead and sub to my podcast on any of the platforms. Just hit that sub button, boom, on any of the platforms that you guys are watching or listening on. That would be greatly appreciated. And also, I want to encourage you to be who you are. Be you. Just be you. And God bless America. America.